2: just be an ordinary encounter.
1: Do you get any time you come to God, you expect you expect your meeting with God to be different from your meeting with your boss. You expect your meeting with God to be different from your meeting with a friend. You expect your meeting with God to be different from a meeting with a beloved. You expect your meeting with God to be different from a meeting with what else? Your word counselor. Your lecturer, your coach, your supervisor, um, whichever group you have, you expect it to be different. Is that not so? Uh, So we want to pray that this particular encounter will be different. I believe that as a church, we are being ushered into a new season. And I don't want anybody to be left behind. All right? But in this new season, it's going to be those who want to be in the new season, who will benefit from the new season. Jesus said, since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. So even when Jesus was preaching, he said, those who will be wild are the people who will get it. It's not, I'm not dashing it i'm the same one who multiplied bread gave it to everybody but this time what i'm talking about i'm not dashing it is those who are aggressive those who are violent those who are eager those who are thirsty those who are desperate for it who will get it hallelujah Uh so it's not a i don't know how to put it but i'm sure you get the message you get it. So, how much do you want it? Yeah, Jesus, the Bible says, on the last day of the feast, Jesus stood up and said, come unto me, all ye that thirst. It means if you are not thirsty, don't come. What will make you come depends on how much, how thirsty you are. He didn't say, everybody come and call. And so, he said, oh, come unto me. He stood up. First day of the feast, he didn't say anything. Second day of the feast, I'm sure people were wondering, Jesus no revelation today, no miracles today, no signs today. He was just sitting down. Bible says, but on the third day of the feast, which was the final day of the feast, he stood up and he said, come unto me. All ye, I'm sure some people came the first day when nothing happened. He said, oh, eh, the power cry is finished. Won't come again. Tomorrow we have other things to do. Then they didn't come. Do you see? Then, Some of them, they say, oh, it's not anything. Maybe Jesus, he was resting. Maybe he had done some miracles at some place. He's resting. So, day two, there will be action. Then some of them came day two. Nothing. He won't even speak. Even you just tell them that, you know, the power is going to appear tomorrow. Nothing. I'm sure some of them say, look, eh, this Jesus guy, he doesn't know that there are other things to be done, eh? When we, we've come day one, you didn't do anything. We said, okay, we believe we've come day two. You you want us to come day three, we are done. But Bible says, on the third day, the last day of the feast, he stood up. Even then when he stood up, he said, you are a lot, but I only need those who are thirsty. How many of you are testing for something great from God tonight? Uh-huh, that's it. So I want you to pray and, uh, uh, to God that, look, based on my test, maybe you are just testing for a, a tot of water, but Lord, increase the hunger and the thirst in me as we enter into this new season. May it not be a dry season for me. May it not just be a season that I came and I went, I came and I went. But may it really be a season that I made contact with you. That I made contact, that having made contact with my situation. I'm believing God that by the time this month ends and we finish with what I'm about to announce to you. All oh, problems in your life will roll away. Solutions will enter into marriages, into lives, into financial situations. That you will see practically that God has moved in your life. And I say it's based on how thirsty you are. So I want us to just pray a little, maybe five minutes, ten minutes, and pray and say, Lord, as I've come, I don't want to go the same. Let this meeting with you be a real and. With you, in the name of Jesus, stand to your feet. Let's begin to pray. Call on God. Jesus said, "Come unto me, all ye that test and hunger." Baya tomba elah, lamonda ri antolande kempo la babala, ram paloba sembo la tomaya, lim paloba sempolotande kodiaba, ne paloba simola kata, nam palababa brandolo oh God,
2: nam
1: yendo kando my God, my
0: God, let us end Si anda, la
2: palabra,
0: la palabra, la
2: palabra, la palabra, la palabra, la palabra,
0: la palabra, la palabra, la 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 I am dying, 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 la casto delle vecchie baba Mela the Ramas, Mets the Bassa, Mets the Bassa, Mets the Bassa, le the Bassa, Mets 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 my God, clase- yes, Lord, no! yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. My God, my God, my God. sale de la obra y la semana drama de Robinson, as you visit this church, Lord, let me not be left out. Let me not be left Let me not be left out.
2: In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ramiro,
0: Ramiro, 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 ¡Aquí va a la Lift your hands and
1: just thank God for what God is about to do in your yes, life, for what God is about to do in your family, for what God is about to do in the church thank you, him thank you, Lord, him right you now thank you, Thank, thank him right Lord, now. You. You. you didn't even know this thank is what Lord. you were coming for. Oh, yes, but thank, thank him. You. That he Lord. has Lord. an ultimate plan. Ah,
2: thank you Lord. For all thank of you. us. Thank you, Lord. His thank word you says Lord. his
1: thoughts Lord. concerning us. Thank
2: you, his plans
1: concerning thank you, Lord. us. Lord. They are that of good. Name, oh, yes, and not of evil. Yes, yes, to bring us a hope. Amen. And a future. Thank him for a hope.
0: And a future.
1: And a future. In the in the Lord, name of Jesus. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name so of we Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, Jesus. Oh, yes. We glorify bless you. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this blessed time in your presence. Thank you for the beginning of a new season. Thank you for the beginning of something good. Thank you for the beginning of something great. In our lives, in our families, in our church, in the name of Jesus. As we come before your infallible and holy word, speak to us in a way that will understand. I pray for every ear that is present. Let the ear be open and blessed. I pray for every eye here present. Let it be open and blessed. I pray for every heart let it be open and blessed in the name of Jesus. Let your word have free course, Mighty Holy Spirit speak to us in a way that will understand. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said Amen. Oh, say a good Amen.
2: Hallelujah
1: you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow, what a blessing. What a blessing. Amen. Wow. Well, it's exciting to be with you all again and to, I'm just here to make an announcement and the announcement is very simple that you are entering into your season of blessing. I said you are entering into your season of blessing. We are entering into our season of blessing. If you believe it, say amen. Yeah, that's the announcement. The rest is just an explanation into why and how we are entering into this. So you can even go home. Even right now, you can put your offering on the stage and go home. Because I've given you the announcement that this is... Don't be surprised if tomorrow morning you get a breakthrough. Don't, don't, be, surprised. don't, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. I came to give you... I came this Friday to make this announcement to you. That as a church, as a people, God is bringing us into a new season of blessings. A new season of breakthroughs. Hallelujah. I'm here to launch Operation Labor... To be blessed. Labor to be blessed. All right? Now, this operation, let's start from there. It's an operation because it involves the whole church. Okay? I don't know what the dictionary definition of operation is, but when we say something is an operation in this church, it means it involves the whole church. You you know, this church, we make our own terms, ne? Yeah, so we can we beloved, I mean, you don't go anywhere, people are in a relationship, so oh, this is my beloved. We we saw it in the Bible, it was used to describe John as the beloved of Jesus, which means somebody that Jesus loves. So, from now on, all our relationships, we are called beloveds. Do you see? We make our own words. When people behave in a funny way in the church, of of biblical extreme and biblical proportions, we call them orangus. No, before we, we come to orangs, we call them orangus. We used to call them orangus from, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh, that's it. Orangus. We used to call them orangus, which is a term coined from um, the term orangus orangutan, which is a type of monkey. Okay? Those of you don't know where it came from. It's a type of monkey which jumps from tree to tree. It's always jumping. You never see it on National Geographic that is sitting at the same. It's always jumping and jumping around. So, we realize that people who misbehave in the church, not just normal misbehavior by means of biblical proportion. Tell your neighbor, biblical proportions. So, so none of you here is an orangu I know you misbehave from time to time but your misbehavior is not of biblical you must keep things in context this is not of biblical proportions but when people enter into biblical, it's like they start to imitate famous people in the bible like Judas Absalom, Adonai those people then they become orangus because they behave like this monkey. Do you get it? But in the social media age, we have learned that the Americans, instead of saying orangus, the Americans being our church in America. Do you see? The church is so big that we have an American community. They call it orangs. So when you go there, so say, these guys are orangs. You'll be wondering, ah, they mean orangus Uh so so that we are not left behind we have caught up with them and we also call them what orangs orangs do you get it yeah it it, it sounds yeah (laughs) orangs you should never be an orango may you never be an orango Uh uh-huh so i'm saying that we come up with our own terms because it's our, it's our we, it, we, it, this is our family. We should be able to say what we want to say, how we want to say it. And we are saying that an oppression, when we call something an oppression in the church, it means it involves everybody. It's not just pastors. It's not just shepherds. It's not just old Christians. It's not just young Christians. It's a whole church. Everybody in the church is part of it because it's a massively organized Move. Do you get it? So this operation labor. If you have the poster, just for the operation labor to be blessed. Number one involves the whole church. Okay. The second important word in this operation is labor. It's a, it's a, it's a expedient that you understand all these things, or else you will miss out. You see, I told you. The end goal of God is for all of us to walk into blessings, walk in breakthroughs, and so on. Now, I'm showing you the how. And this is where, when something is happening, people are left behind. Because they just look at the headline, the, yeah, we are blessed. Then when the how starts, they step out. Somebody say amen. 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 Labor means work. Labor means work. So, this is the whole church working, putting in an effort, putting in a shift, doing something. Are you coming along? So, the whole church is doing something. Why? To be blessed to be, I don't need to explain to you. The letters are very few. You should understand them by now. Blessed is what I told you from the beginning. Coming into a good season, coming into breakthroughs, seeing your prayers answered, seeing your dreams come to pass, seeing doors opening for you. That is what it means to be blessed. Coming into a favorable season. So, the whole church is working hard and putting in a shift to come into a good season. Amen. Now, I'm not talking about even a good season for the church per se. Do you get I'm not even talking about, oh, the church has come into a good season. I'm talking about you coming into a good season. You coming into a good season. You coming into a good season. So, all of us each one of us, every single person, every individual is working very hard and tirelessly, working extremely hard and putting in a shift, putting in an effort, putting in the work to come into a good season. Yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know why everybody is sitting here. There are still some people on their way. So, those of you from, uh-huh, you can come this way so that when they come, they don't want to be seen that they are now coming. So, uh-huh, nice. Clap for them. Clap for them. In. I think justice, you can return to your place because you will organize the people. Is that not so? Say amen. Say another amen. amen. It's like a press a press man. Everybody is seated, but you see the press people can walk freely because they have a duty to. And why is it that the side shall move and then the star, only justice cannot move. This is the reason. (laughs) Say amen. Amen. This is the reason. Amen. So I said, I'm explaining this to you, that it's a whole church operation. You see, we are going to announce it on Sunday, but we will not have the time to go in one after the, I told you, you see that my prophecy is coming to pass. (laughs) Uh That's how it works. Do you see? We are not going to have the chance or the time to explain categorically this thing. So, that's why I'm explaining to you. That's why I'm having this special meeting this Friday, to explain this to you, that the whole church is getting involved in an operation, in an event, in a set of things, or a set of deeds, which will lead us, which requires rigorous work, it requires rigor, it requires strength, it requires time, it requires effort, and it will bring us into a blessed time, a blessed season. We will have testimonies. We will have people saying things happening to, miraculously. Your job, they have laid you off. You see, they call you again that we have changed our minds. Please, can you come back? Can you come? The, the person who came after you said thief. is stealing things in the office. Please come back. We don't, when you were there, you used to be on your phone sometimes. We've warned you a couple of times, but nothing has ever been lost here before. Because of that, we want you back. Yeah, and I'm not joking. I mean, my wife was working somewhere. They, they, they gave her extra positions, extra posts to do some work. They won't pay for it. Then she got up. She said, okay, it's okay. I'm going to work somewhere. Just last week, they called her from that place. They said, anything you want, we'll give it to you. Come. Come back. Because since she left, there have been four pharmacists who have tried to take her place. They come, then they leave. They come, then they leave. In, she's just been out of there for what? One month. One, even one of the pharmacists she's working with went to take her post. They said, no, I can't. Then it's now come to join her at her new place of work. But the main thing I'm telling you is that they called them. and they said, look, please, come back. Come back. Anything you want. Meanwhile, before, originally, she was just saying that the new position, you are using my certificate to do the job. Without my certificate, the pharmacy has to be closed down. So pay me for that nothing extra just pay me for that because if anything goes wrong she's the one who go to jail somebody dies god forbid she's the one who go to jail they said no 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 oh they just talk foolishly now they are begging her to come back yeah it will happen to you as we labor as we labor hallelujah And I said, the main thing we are laboring for, we could be laboring for any other thing, but we are laboring for a blessing. We are working hard for what? A blessing. So, tonight, I'm coming to explain to you why you need a blessing. Why you need a blessing and how you can get a blessing over your life. Basically, I'm coming to motivate you to be willing to labor for that blessing. Somebody say amen. Say a nicer amen. You need a blessing in your life because a blessing makes such a great difference in a person's life. It makes all the difference in it. Look, one day of blessing can take you further than even a thousand days of work. Yeah. One, just one blessing can take you so far. Even your whole work. Genesis 25. You'll be surprised. At, now, mind you, I'm not saying we are laboring for a blessing, so Be lazy. No, 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 no. That's why there's the word labor there in Nigeria. They say labor so that they can emphasize on the work that will go in. Hey, in this operation, we'll be tired. Just as when people work, they'll be tired. We'll be tired too. But what are we tired for? We are tired for a blessing. Not tired from driving boats or tired, but tired working to get a blessing. Genesis 25. Genesis 25. Let's say, Genesis 25. Look at verse 26, 27. There are, it talks about Esau, Rebecca. Uh, What's the name of the girl? Is it Rebecca? Yeah, Rebecca giving birth to some, some two guys. Genesis 27. This doesn't look like Genesis. Uh-huh. After it came uh-huh. After that came his brother out. So this is how they were born. Next verse. So, two people were born. I'm telling you what a blessing does for your life. Two people were born. And the boys grew. And Esau, this is the first child, Esau was a cunning hunter. He had a skill. He had graduated from UKZN, Department of Hunting, with a first class in hunting. So, the Bible could have said he was just a hunter. But the Bible qualifies the hunting that he was a cunning hunter It means he was very good at hunting. When people go they kill um what do you call it? Antelope, they even kill rabbit and he kills elephant, buffalo. I mean he kill Have you watched a movie before that you see the people are shooting at the how do you call the the tough guy, the starring. Staring. okay the staring. the bullets don't hit him but he he's not even looking there then you should then he will kill somebody have you seen something like that before yes it's like uh, he can shoot pew, then somebody are there pa, pa, pa. Then people are there. I mean, people are facing him face to face they are shooting and it doesn't touch him people are using revolvers and heavy artillery, they are shooting at you. Nothing touches him. No. And he just takes, he can even take a pencil. Ooh, and somebody is dead. The guy holding the gun is dead. Meanwhile, we have been told that you don't even bring a knife to a gunfight. How much were a pencil? I mean, they, we, we, we are told never bring a knife to a gunfight. And you have brought a pencil. Do, do you get it? I mean, he, he used a pencil to kill the guy with the knife. Uh-huh. That's the type of hunter Esau was. A cunning hunter. A man of the field. He was not just a cunning He was a man of the field. He's like a master in the field. Okay? Then look at his brother. And Jacob was a plain man plain man if you like go and look at the meaning of the word plain an ordinary man plain plain as the word plain you get plain as plain as a cheese cup plain he was a plain man he has no skill he doesn't know how to do anything Yeah, 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 yeah. Haba, habba, habba. He was, Bible says, and Jacob was a plain man dwelling in tents. That is even making it worse. He doesn't go to work. He doesn't go anywhere. He just sits at home. Always in his room. Somebody say amen. Yeah. And Jacob was a plain man dwelling in tents. He's always at home. You see some of these people who don't want to work, always in the house. Wearing sweatpants, sweatpants, and what, Adidas flops, with white socks, and a vest or a white t-shirt, and then they'll be walking. Doctor, come and sit here. You are not a pastor for nothing. Yeah, he was a plain man, dwelling in tents. Now you and I look at these two people who do you think will will be successful he has a phd in hunting he has hunted in australia look he has hunted in Kruger national park he's hunted in kenya oh i mean even in the futajalun forest he has hunted there you are talking of people who kill lions, this is the guy we are talking about. People go for hunting, they have brought a rabbit. He's gone for hunting, he has killed a lion. Yeah. So, look at this guy and then this plain guy, who is likely to become successful? The hunter. The hunter. The one who has violence in his eyes and moves aggressively wakes up in the morning, takes his spear, his bow, and arrow, and he goes into the field to go and hunt. And then this guy is just living in tents, sitting at home. But by the end of, even, not even the end, by the middle of their lives, the hunter was now a servant of the plain guy. The hunter. It's a season for a turnaround. I say it's a season for a unique turnaround. Now, what made the difference? Genesis 27. What made the difference? In Genesis 27, we see a very long passage of how their lives turned around. Even the verse after this one, next verse, next verse, before you go to 27, 28 of this verse. The Bible says that, and Isaac loved Esau. By all means, the father will love the one who works hard. And Isaac loved Esau because he always brought something home for them to eat. Because he ate his venison, which is a type of food. He was a breadwinner. He always brought meat home for them to eat. And of course, Rebecca loved Jacob. There was no reason. One of the things you can be sure of is a mother's love. Sometimes don't you see a baby that has been born? When you look at the baby, you are not you can't when you see the baby, you say blood of Jesus. But you see the mother is kissing the baby.
2: <laughs>
1: How many of you look, don't let me be the bad guy. How many of you have seen something like that before? Am I preaching or am I preaching? When you see the baby, you say blood of Jesus. You even ask the question, who did this? Yeah. But as for a mother's love, you can be guaranteed. That's why you see they say unconditional.
2: They say
1: Isaac loved Esau because there was a reason. Because he brought food home for them to eat. But which means contrary to it, contrary to what has been said before. I'm sure Isaac, he didn't care about this Jacob, useless, doesn't want to work, guy. But Rebecca loved Jacob, no reason. And full stop. And the full stop is big, you can't go beyond it. Full stop. Because there's no reason. The only love for him is a mother's love. Blood of, tell your neighbor, blood of Jesus. So this was the situation. But in Genesis 27, a blessing changes the whole playing field. God is about to change your playing field. Bible says, Genesis 27... Can you get there as quickly as you can? And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim, so that he could not see, he called Esau, his elder son, and said unto him, my son. And he said unto him, behold, here here am I. And he said, behold, I am old. I know not the day of my death. Now take therefore, I pray thee, thy weapons. He had weapons. Plain guy has nothing. Plain guy just has a spoon to eat. I went to school with some people, high school with some people. They always have a spoon in their pocket. Yeah, throughout we were in boarding school. So throughout, when they, like when they are dressing for the day, one of the things they take, in addition to maybe a pen and uh, pencil books, they take a spoon in their pocket. Do you know why? So that they are ready to eat at any time. And usu- usually those people have nothing. Yeah, they have nothing. So they are carrying the spoon. So if they get here, they see that Pastor Lungani is eating. Then they say, oh. Yeah. How? Then he will say, oh, go and get a spoon. Then they will take their spoon. They are ready. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually... Go and get a spoon. is a way of saying that. Go. So by the time you come back, they have finished their food. No, then they put a spoon straight from their pocket. They are ready. They are instant in season, in and out of season. They start to eat. Usually those people, they don't have anything. I know them. I went to school with them. Oh, no, no, no. Look, in rich people's school, they are every people, okay? That's why I was also there. <laughs> That's how come I managed to get in. (laughs) It's because of people like that. That's why they allowed me to also come. So this guy, he was just there with a spoon in his pocket. That's all he had. But the father said to this one, take your weapons and your quiver. Go back to verse 3. He had a quiver. The other guy doesn't have a quiver. Oh, this one is a lot. lotto. And thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out into the field, and take me some venison. Do you remember the same venison for which his father loved him? He said, go and bring that venison. Next verse. Hey, and make me savory meat, make it the way you make it. Such as I love and bring it to me that I may eat that my soul will bless you before I die. The father said, in addition to all this, your work, you need a blessing. So do this thing so that I can bless. You, you see that even although the father loved him, he was not ready to give him the blessing for free. He said, do this that I may bless you. Do this that I may bless you. You could have just blessed him straight away, receive it, receive it, and then boom. No, he said, do this thing, labor. That's why I it says it's an oppression, it involves the whole church. And labor, because it involves work, that I may bless you. Then the story goes on, I'm sure many of you know it. He says, and Rebekah heard when Isaac spake unto Esau. And Esau went in, out into the, to hunt for venison and to bring it. And Rebekah spake unto Jacob, her son. Saying behold I heard thy father speak to Esau thy brother saying bring me venison and make me serve meat that I may eat and bless thee before the lord before my death Now therefore my son obey my voice according to that which I command thee go now to the flock and fetch me from thence two good kids of goats And I will make them savory meat for thy father, such as he loves. And thou shalt bring it to thy father, that he may eat, that he may bless thee before his death. So the mother said to Jacob, Mr. Plain Guy. Today you are the plain guy. You and I are the plain people. He said go and bring me. This is what your father is saying. He's about to bless somebody. God is about to bless somebody, but he wants to eat savory meat before he blesses somebody. And he has asked your brother to go to the field and bring venison. Whilst he's at the field, go and bring me two lambs, two goats. I have a certain way that I will make it. When I make it, he will know the difference between venison (laughs) I have been married to him for many years. I even told your brother how to make what your father says that he likes. Yeah, I even told your your brother that he's moving around, that he's the venison guy. I showed him how to make this savory meat. I was making it before he came. Even your father, he didn't know that he likes savory meat. I showed him that he likes savory meat. If I didn't make it for him and told him that this is what you like, he wouldn't have known that he liked it. Amen. Amen. And Jacob said, behold, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man. And I'm a smooth man. It means Esau has a lot of hair on his skin. But I'm a smooth. He's even plain on his skin. I, said, I thought he as plain as a cheese cup. He's even plain on his skin. I told you earlier on. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah said so even my skin is different from the guy's skin my father peradventure may feel will feel me and i shall seem to him as a deceiver and i will bring a curse upon myself and not a blessing and his mother said upon me be thy curse my son only obey my voice and go fetch them i know what to do don't worry and the story goes on and he did it Verse 18. And he came unto his, this is when his mother, and she gave the savory meat, verse 17, and the bread. You remember the other guy, they didn't even ask him for bread. But the mother put slices of bread. Like he knows the recipe far more than this other guy. And bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son, Jacob. And he came unto his father and said, my father, And he said, here am I. Who art thou, my son? And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. I have done according as thou thou bidest me. Arise, I pray thee, sit and eat of my venison, that that thy soul may bless me. And Isaac said unto his son, how is it that thou hast found it so quickly? How? Venison usually is not made so quickly. How, how did you do it? When did you go to the field, get the thing already, come, kill it, drain the blood, prepare it, and, and, and make it already, and it's ready, it's cooked. E, You have, you have even spiced it already, so it's already ready. How? He look at the time. He can't see human being, but he can tell time that it's too short. And he said. Behold, the Lord thy God brought it to me. He, he invoked supernatural forces. Next verse. And Isaac said unto him, come near. Isaac was still not sure. I pray thee that I may feel thee, my son, whether thou be my son Esau or not. My very son Esau. So he was not sure. And Jacob went near. And to Isaac his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. Hey! Hands of Esau. Next verse. And he descended. This is the verse we are looking for. And he descend him not because his hands were hairy. And his brother, as his his brother Esau's hands, so he did what? He blessed him. He blessed him. From here, you see all the blessings that Jacob's life changed so much by reason of this blessing that his father had put upon him. By reason. Now, why, why am I saying this? This blessing changed the landscape of their lives. Changed the outcome of their lives. For the whole nation Israel is named after this Jacob guy. The whole nation of Israel is named after this blessed guy called Jacob. That the whole country is named after this guy. All the tribes of Israel, or if you want to bring it to southern, all the provinces of Israel are named after his twelve children. All of them. It changed from this day when his father blessed him. When his father just blessed him. A blessing will change everything you are doing. You can either decide. This is the season where you decide. Do I want to prosper Esau's way? I want to prosper Jacob's way. Do I want to prosper by blessing? I want to prosper by hard work. Do I want to do well the Jacob way or the Esau way? The Jacob way is by having a blessing upon your life. It's by acquiring a blessing upon your life. May your life be filled with blessings in the name of Jesus. Now, how do you become blessed in this season? So, in this season of labor to be blessed, we are going to be here praying for two weeks. Two weeks, morning and evening. Morning and evening. I'm not streaming. If I've told you I'm streaming, I've changed my mind. I'm not streaming. Yet two weeks we are here praying. Morning 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Praying physically. How much do you want the blessing? How thirsty are you? That's why we started by praying for thirst. Evening 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Two hours shark. And every day I'll share something little with you. Amen. That's why I'm starting today. And then the next week, the third week, which is the first week of, I think, November, we're going to be out there winning souls. Yes. Out there winning souls. Yes. Out, there winning souls. Yes. out there winning souls. And then you will learn so many things. I'm just announcing that this period is a three week work period. Wow. Labor. How many of you are ready to labor? Yeah. yeah. Somebody asked me, so if I come from here, what do I have? Let's come at seven, so I will close. I go to work. I said, we come at six. When we finish, you sleep here. You wake up, you go to work. Yeah. So my work is just here. Yes, yeah. you sleep here. When you wake up, you can have a one hour sleep here. When you wake up, you want to close at seven so that you are almost at work. You can sleep here for one hour and go to work. You can pray another hour, how thirsty are you? So I'm going to show, we are going to look at, tonight we'll look at maybe just one, various things we can do to acquire a blessing. Wow. You see, because some of us feel that blessings just come. But every blessing in the Bible, there's something you have to do. There's always something you have to do. Always something you have to do. Always something you have. To do. Now, this is where the line is drawn, usually. Because we are together up to this point. Then beyond this point, you see the line is drawn. Between those who want it and those who want it so much. There's nobody who doesn't want it. Everybody wants it. But do you want it enough to put in the work? Do you want it enough? Hey, Pastor, we are just about to write as I have to prepare. It depends on how much you want it. Which What will you forgo? Sleep, eating, chatting. What will you sacrifice? Because it's going to cost you some amount of time. You have to make up the time from somewhere else. How much do you want it? Somebody say amen. Amen. Good. So the first thing we want to, the first key we want to deploy is the key of serving God. The key of serving God to attract a blessing serving God to attract a blessing. Exodus 23. In Exodus 23, we see a very famous scripture. Exodus 23, reading from I think 25. The Bible says, and you shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless. And you shall do what? Serve the Lord your God and he shall bless. We are going to continue reading. But it states to us categorically, you what you will do is to serve God and what he will do is to bless you. You will serve and he will bless. 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 You will, will, bless. You will do the serving and he will do the blessing. So if you don't do the serving, he will also not do the blessing. We thank God that if you don't do the serving, he doesn't bring a kiss. He will just not bring the blessing. So many church members are at neutral. Neutral. We are not serving, so he's also not blessing. So we are at neutral. He says, And ye shall serve the Lord, and he shall bless. One of the ways to attract a blessing from God is to serve him. God blesses his servants. I said, God blesses his servants. Yeah. Not just people who come to church. Hey, Pastor Batania, I'm born again. Born again, the reward for born again is that you go to heaven. That's the reward. You are surprised. I'm surprised that you are surprised. (laughs) The reward for born again is to go to heaven. And if God, you make it to heaven, God has not broken any part of the contract yeah God has no I mean he said what believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved so if you are believing in Jesus Christ salvation is what you get in return what is salvation your name being written in the Lamb's book of life and you making it to heaven that's it if God doesn't give you a husband or a child or a wife or a, a cow or he hasn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't failed he hasn't lied he hasn't deceived you it wasn't in the contract. The contract was that believe in the Lord Jesus. God so loved the world He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believed in should not perish, but have a car, or but have a husband. Law of a contract. Yeah, yeah. God did law of a contract. The contract has ten saying if you do it. So if you are believe you are. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He said that you may not perish but have. So, two things God is going to do. Make sure you don't perish and make sure you have everlasting life. That's it. Not a car, a house, a child, a baby, a shoe, a this. No, 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 You shall serve the Lord. So he says, when we serve God, he will bless. Hey, he said, and he shall bless your bread and your water. He will bless what? Your bread. He will bless what? Please, where is the scripture? Bless your bread, bless your water, and your wine. And he will take diseases out of your midst. Sean, ring it. And he will take diseases, sicknesses away from your midst. And there shall nothing cast their young nor be barren. Sometimes barrenness is a result of the absence of serving. of the young, which is young being cast. It's like you start something, then it spores. And thy, and thy land. And the number of your days, I will fulfill. He said, all these blessings, you'll get them by just serving, By serving. Hey, and I sing in the choir, that's being a Christian. Hey Pastor, ba, I do the admin work. That's just that's just normal everything that we do in, in church. What service is God requiring? Amen. Hey Pastor, but I let arrange the chest. Look, stop, stop the jokes. Stop the jokes. Stop the jokes. Stop what? The jokes. The cho- I said this is where we start to leave each other behind. This is the dividing line. Yeah. In Pastor Matthew, you see, I stand outside. I always have a a placard. I'm not toy toying. I'm just saying that it's nice to see you in church. It's (laughs) nice. Yeah. We are talking about real service. Some of you, I play the keyboard. That's why you see every day I'm fighting with Pastor Melinda. Playing the keyboard is a good thing. But my vision, it's a small thing. It's a small, I want you to be a real pastor of human beings. Because that's the main thing God is doing. Then when you are pastoring them, you play the keyboard in addition to it. Then it adds extra finesse and beauty to your pastoring, which I don't have. Are you coming along? Because are you become a pastor like David, where you can be with them and play for them? And say, I just want to be where you are. When I'm pastor, I can't, I can't, I can't say that. I can't, I can't play. I can't sing. So I have to pastor them, pastoring. But the bottom line is, we are all pastoring. So add to the playing of the keyboard, real work and serving of God. You know, I take the video and I uh, look. After you have pastored and shepherded the people, you can take videos of them. Yeah. That's why I don't relent. It's like I'm fighting. I'm fighting. Look, rise. Do, do what God considers a service to him. Yeah. In addition to the other, because if you don't play the keyboard, I mean, as he was playing the keyboard we we're praying, we were we not happy? If he wasn't here, we'll have no keyboard. We will not be all, all jack playing the drums. We will not have all that. But it doesn't replace the main thing. See, amen. It doesn't replace the main thing. It doesn't replace the main thing. Yeah. Some blessings, they are actually a, a reward of what you do. And I'm saying that one of the things we want to actively do is to serve God, and I'm coming to the house. Psalm one twenty seven. It says, "Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of his womb, of the womb, is His reward. The pregnant baby is a reward. So, if it's a reward, what have you done to deserve the reward? I'm explaining the fact that you have to work to get a blessing. these things that Jacob maneuvered put hair on his skin to feel like it was to maneuver to get a blessing so it's a reward what have you done the Lord God is a sun and a shield he will give grace and he will give glory no good thing will will he withhold from them that walk uprightly if he's withholding the good thing from you there must be a reason is it a job There must be a reason. Is it a husband? There must be a reason. Is it a car? There must be a reason. Because the Bible says in Psalm 84 verse 11. That he will not, verse 10, he will not withhold any good thing from you. He's a son. He's a shield. He will give grace. He will give glory. No good thing will he withhold. He will never prevent you from getting a good thing. So if he's not allowing you to get that good thing, there must be a reason. The Lord God is a standing issue. Is it verse eleven? Find it, it's there. Oh. We are just around there. Yeah, that's it, verse eleven. No good thing, so what is what is being withheld from you and hey, Pastor I me? Mean, nobody is proposing to after this labor to be blessed. Somebody will propose to you. I said, somebody will propose somebody will, after this season, somebody will propose to you. I'm telling you. Hey, Pastor, I've been looking for a job. I'm not breaking after this labor to be blessed, a job will look for you. God, pastor I'm struggling in school I can't buy after labor to be blessed oh my god my god don't say I didn't
2: tell you
1: oh yes I say your story is changing because a blessing is coming into your life It's a season of blessing and breakthrough. But we have to work for it. Tell your neighbor we have to work for it. Psalm 90. I'm just giving you a few scriptures. Tonight is a night of scriptures. Just giving you a few scriptures. So that you can go home with it. Yeah. Psalm 90. Psalm 90. Verse 15. It says... Make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us and the years wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear to thy servants. Moses, David is advised, he said, let your work appear to your servants and thy glory unto thy children. He says, let what appear? You, if you're a servant, it means you provide a service. MTR is a service provider. It's a servant. Provides a service. It says, let your work appear. Tonight, God is letting his work appear to all of us. Let your work appear to thy servants and thy glory unto thy children. Next verse is the verse we are looking for. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish thou the works of our hands. It says when your work appears to us, you will establish. the next thing is that you establish the works, the works of our hands. You are busy trying to establish the works of your hands. If you are to work on the work of God, if you are to focus on the work of God. God will also focus on establishing the works of our and establish thou it. When God establishes you, it's different from when man has established you. You have used makeup to get a beloved. Somebody will come. She has about three layers of makeup. Yeah. You have used makeup, makeup to get a beloved. Another girl is coming, her makeup eh, is like three layers. She has phase one, phase two, phase three. One for the morning, one for the afternoon, one for the evening. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your makeup, once you go into water and you come out, the leopard skin appears. She can walk in the rain. Only one layer will wash off. Yeah, one is, even your makeup, when you walk in the sun, you begin to sweat. But for her, when she enters the sun, layer one goes off for layer two to appear. My God. The sun provides a grit and a blade of the makeup. Yes. But when God establishes you with a beloved, my God, my God, my you may be wearing oversized. Oversized clothes. Oversized clothes. But still, the guy will say, I like my girls in oversized clothes. <laughs> oversized clothes are, the shoulder is supposed to be here, but it's somewhere here. <laughs> One of the key things we used to know that it's not your size, is where the shoulder ends. Yeah. The shoulder is around like you are going to take a titanus Tetanus injection. That's where there's COVID. COVID jab. Charlie, when God may God establish the work of somebody's hand in this season. When God establishes the work of your hand, oh, you will see, they'll be orchestrating in your office, they still cannot remove you. They'll be scheming, they'll be meeting, they'll be talking, they'll be do. they'll try this, try that, try this. But the more they try, the more established you become. They are trying to remove you. The next thing they hear is that you have been promoted. What leads to this establishment? The work of the Lord appearing to us. The work of the Lord appearing to us. The work of the Lord appearing. That's why we want to labor. We want to work for God to acquire blessing. Yeah. I'm coming to the work. Because I'm, I'm talking about the key. We are deploying the keys, there they are a lot, oh. They are a lot. We are deploying key number one, serving God. Serving God. Just key number one. Just key number one. That's what we are deploying. Serving God. Key number one. The work. So I'm about to explain to you what work we are talking about. After that, we go home. Hosanna 12 12. I mean, when I read the scriptures, they make me laugh. Because they are 12-12. It says, and Jacob, this guy who was blessed, though. And Jacob fled into the country of Syria. And Israel, which is the same guy, Jacob. His other name was Israel. So you can say, and Jacob saved for a wife. And for a wife, he kept sheep. He did something for a wife. He saved he, provided. he didn't just say, oh, beautiful girl, come. No, he saved. You want to get things for free, do nothing, do little, and just get it. Doesn't work like that. Jacob saved for a wife. He saved. The next verse said, by a prophet. The Lord brought Israel, this same guy, out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he preserved it. Now, this is for another day. I'm sure this is for like Tuesday or Wednesday. But it just happens to be around where we are walking. So, we are looking. May you serve for a blessing. It's a wife a blessing. Serve for it. But he that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. And obtains favor from God. Yeah. He has found what? A good thing. And obtains favor. Look, many people say many people don't understand this criteria we can find anything. You can find. When you find a wife, anybody who marries unless they have a genetic problem, they start to gain weight. <laughs> no, look at all of them, they are pictures before they found a wife. Even Pastor Merlin, he has gained weight. Yeah, even Pastor Merlin. He has skin weight. You see now he has some at least small hips. Yeah, it's a padding so that when his skin touches his wife, it's not like bones are choking the, the poor
0: little girl.
1: Yeah, actually some small padding. You get some, if you like, let all the husbands show you their pictures. show you. (laughs) uh, Is that not where I said a genetic problem? Yes. Oh, yes. Unless there's, doctor, am I, am I, unless there's a genetic problem. Either genetic or ancestral problem. (laughs)
2: They
1: all just, if if it's not even, they begin to look fresh. They begin to look fresh because they found a good wife. Yeah, they begin to look fresh. Oh, no, it's true. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> oh, no. A, good, a better wife gives a better life. Look, recently I was talking to a senior man of God and we were just having a chat on something. He was advising on something and helping out with something. Then he said something. He said, we must thank God for our wives. He gave me an advice. He said, we, we must thank God for our wives. Amen because (laughs) because (laughs) look if you see wives that other people have my god you'll just be happy with your wife like that yeah 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 yeah. so I also met a junior pastor somewhere (laughs) and I said to the junior pastor look thank god for your wife you have a good wife. <laughs> I told, I gave you the same advice that the senior pastor gave you. I said, we must be happy with, 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 with our wives. Because when you see some people, the type of wives they have and the type of problems they have. You're, when you are talking about your problem, you look like a child. What, what is it that you ask? They will give anything to have your problem. I said they will do what? They will give anything to have. If, like, bring your wife and let's do an exchange. So that I can have your problem and then you'll see if you will survive with my problem. So I advise you, I say, look, be happy. Thank God. If you thank God for the type of problems you have, they are entry level problems. You could have had wilder problems. Oh, yes there are wives who, six months, they have not cooked before in the house. Yes. Yeah, never, they never cook. Not that they are busy. Not that, oh, because they are busy or they've traveled. They don't care about anybody. If you marry, you'll be hungrier. Look, if you want to eat, you cook. Yeah. One day I went to a house. I saw they had made a cooking roaster of the house. They had added the husband as one. He's on duty on this day. Hey. I said. I look at the roaster. I said, what well, blood of Jesus. Those of you who are here for blood of Jesus. Yeah. So I called the wife. I said, this nonsense must stop. I, I I, did, I did a, a Memukan. Memukan. Those are the people who advised the king, Ahasuerus, to sack Vashti. The, the guy, his name was Memukan. He hit his leg like that. He said, This nonsense must stop. Yeah, you call the wife, she doesn't come. What type of wife that you call that doesn't come? Then she hit, like, he hit his thigh. He said, This nonsense must stop. Vashti can no longer be queen in this kingdom because all the other women will learn she be a bad example. They'll learn this misbehavior from her. So, start, let this nonsense stop. So, I put my leg at the memucam position. This is what we call the memucam position hit I said, this nonsense must stop. I told the wife, you are setting a very bad example for even the children who are living in your house. That you have made the road that. So, if we come home on Tuesday, there's no food. It's the husband's fault. Meanwhile, you are a wife. The first, the first um, excuse the wife gave me was, oh, my husband is a good cook. I said, so what? I said, me too, I'm a very good cook. I cook in my house more than anybody in my house. Anybody who like this, you bring their schedule and my schedule. If you cook more than me, not even the taste of the food, but the number of times. More than everybody in my house. Yeah, yesterday I went out, I bought a pot to cook jollof rice, just for jollof rice. I, it's, it's not like my wife told me, buy a pot. No, I went I saw so I said, oh, this pot is solid, it will cook a nice jollof rice. Yeah, I bought it. Even last Christmas, I went out, I remember somebody who makes food for me. I saw a very nice pot, I bought it, I am going to give it to the person as a gift, so that the person can cook well and give it
2: to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah! So I'm I'm not against, I'm not saying if you're a husband, you know how to cook, don't cook. But don't make a rotor and put me on it that it's my tent. I cook when I want to cook. I cook when I like. If there's no food, it's your fault. If there's food, praise me. Yeah, yeah. But if there's no food, it's your fault. Because you are supposed to cook the food. Cook, say thank you. <laughs> don't just come, you have come with a big fork. You are taking the meat and you are chewing without saying thank you. You have put meat in your pocket. <laughs> and you pull the spoon out of your pocket and then you start to take the meat. And then now you say there's no salt. Rather say, Oh, can we add a little salt? But don't come say, ah, why didn't you put salt in the food? Next, I'll cook stones. <laughs> Clap your hands for Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. <laughs> Look, what brought us into all these things? I don't know who brought this. is this, uh, what Jacob said for a wife. Psalm 35 verse, verse 20 so he says, Let them shout for joy and be glad, that favor thy righteous cause. He says, let the people who favor the righteous cause of God shout for joy, and be glad. He says, let them shout for joy, and be glad, the people who favor your right, my righteous cause. Ye, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified. Who has pleasure in the prosperity of a servant. He says, "Let them let them praise God. Let them shout. Let them always be happy. Let them have joy continuously." What type of people? Those who favor his right. Why? He says, "You take God. He takes pleasure in the prosperity of a servant, not of his church members, not even of his children." Of his servants. Of his servants. It takes pleasure. Something you take pleasure in is like something that's a hobby for you. Something that makes you happy, makes you excited. Everybody and what makes them happy. I say everybody and what makes them happy. You'll be surprised that if you can offer somebody a car, it will not necessarily make the person happy. For example, for me, the type of car I drive doesn't change, it doesn't mean anything to me. Once it goes, and it comes. Oh, I want a car that doesn't break down. That's all. The tire doesn't get sport. Like the tire doesn't, I, know it's like I have a, I have a One of the things I don't like is changing of tires. Oh, no. So I just want a car that doesn't break down. When you sit in it, you start to drive, it's going. Zzz. When you get to where you are going, you are, pa- even if it's not for me. Once it's ready when I need to go, it's okay for me. That's why I could live a whole year I didn't have a car. I was okay. Because if I want to go somewhere, I'm able to go. That's all. Sometimes I said they should pick me somewhere. They said they didn't want to bring that thing. I said, ah, does it go? Even the car is called go. (laughs) What are you talking about? They will sit inside. We all go. That's all. It makes no difference. So, as If I'm sitting here, maybe you give me a million dollars. I may not change my car. Or even if I change my car, I may not buy a better car. Like a nicer car. I just Yeah, no, no, you will see that. You, you may be surprised, go and buy, you see Lutendo's car. Yeah, I'll go and buy a car like that, it's fresh, it's new, it goes to where I'm going. Come. That'll be okay, crap. No, I'll be okay. Not to say that you, if a car makes you happy, you are evil. I'm I'm talking about what makes, like what everybody has, what makes them happy or what they find pleasure in. Some of you, if you were to get money now, you change your beloved. you looking around backwards. I'm the one preaching. Look at me. <laughs> You're spying around. No, you change your beloved. Joel, I'm telling you a true story. Have I ever lied to you before? Believe me. Look, just a few days ago, I was doing some, some counseling somewhere and then somebody in a major problem, which by the use of common sense, she has to pack and leave. Do you know what she said? She said she doesn't work. So if she leaves, how is she going to survive? Do you get it? So for somebody like this, if she were to get a million, you, you, I told you that all my stories are true. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She'll be gone with the wind. Oh, no, no, you won't say, her, you here again. Yeah. And these things are seen. Th- these things reveal what you take pleasure in. Some of you, if you were to get there, some of you, if you get money now, you may not change your clothes. You will change something else. Not that you don't believe in looking nice, but it's not that important to you. Especially those of you who are doing a lot of color blocking. It doesn't make any difference to you. But maybe some of you, if you were to get money, the first thing you change your phone. Uh, your phone. iPhone. You, you move from, uh, no, I'm talking about you have money. No, the prototype phone in the world is iPhone. Everybody tries to just copy whatever they are doing. But I'm saying that for some of us, if you were to get money now, that's the main thing that will make you so happy. That now I'm holding an, an iPhone. 12, 13, 14, I'm holding an iPhone. Yeah. Do, do, do you get it? Yeah. Now, God also. God also. What makes him happy? Do you get it? What makes him happy is when he sees his servants prospering. That's what makes him happy. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and live in good health and have good success, even as your soul prospers. Yeah. Third John 2, I wish above all things that thou, that you prosper and live in good health, even as your soul. The Bible says God takes pleasure in you. Stay here; you don't need to go anywhere. Okay, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Come back to where we were. I'm closing. Have you been blessed so far? Oh, yes. No, no, no. we were somewhere some, some thirty something, thirty-five. He says he takes pleasure. In the prosperity, that's why this season is a season especially for you, because God takes pleasure in your prosperity, in you doing well. When He sees you doing well, He becomes happy. Just as you, if you were to change your clothes, you'll be happy, or if you were to uh, uh, get this, you'll be happy, or get that, or get that, it will bring you happiness. Some of you, what will bring you happiness is a good job. When you get a good, you'll be so happy. Yeah. So, have God, when you prosper. When his servants, not his members, his servants, his servants prosper. But look at the, the verse, the, the same verse. Look at the beginning. He says, those he's talking about is those who what? Verse, where is it? Seven. He says, let them, 27, let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous Course, what is righteous course? What God is doing. Righteous course, my righteous course is what God is doing. Those who favor, those who like, those who choose my my right. 27, 35, 27. Those who choose my righteous course. Those who choose that one. He says, I, ah, they are the people that I take pleasure prosperity in their prosperity so the question is what is God trying to achieve what is God trying to achieve what is God Bible says this is the purpose which God has purpose on the whole earth God has one purpose on this earth the purpose on this earth is for people to be saved that's God's purpose for people to be saved. That's God's purpose. So, when he says righteous cause, he's talking about the purpose he has on this earth. The salvation of the people. Matthew 1, 21, Bible says, and you shall give birth to a son. Thou shalt bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Why? For he shall save his people from their sins. So the reason why you are going to have this time, when the angel appeared to me, he said, you will bring forth a son, and you will call his name Jesus. And what will he do? He will save his people from their sins. For this cause, Luke 19.10, the, the, for the son of man, Vivian, I'm coming for this cause. For the son of man, came is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus came, Luke, Luke 10, 19, or Luke 19, 10, 19, 10. He said, this is the reason why Jesus came. This is God's purpose on this earth. So he says, when he says, those who favor his righteous cause, he's saying that those who favor this thing to seek and to save the lost. This is the work we are talking about. This is the work we are talking about. So if you sing in the church, unless the singing is leading to the salvation of many, we have missed the whole point. You play the keyboard in the church unless it's leading to the salvation of many. You preach in the church unless it's leading to seeking and saving the lost. No, in this season we are not trying to oh you know because when I preach then I play the keyboard I saw a certain guy who was smiling then later on when pastor did the call, he gave his life to Christ so I think this is the way I played That's you see so using empirical data and forensic evidence we can deduce by the law of deductions and probabilities that by a great act of mind he gave no we don't want anything that we cannot be able to you will have to do assumptions deductions no, uh, no, 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 no. We want it for real. So we are going out there to seek and save the lost. Because when we do church and people come to give their life, we don't know whether it's the preaching or is the song or is the the prayer. Oh, this, or oh, welcome, no, no. Sometimes we the guy he has seen a girl in the church. When you see the girl went forward, then he has also come forward. So it's not the preaching or anything. It's not in connection with anything. Sometimes even the girl has told him that, "Look, if we go and tell Bishop that you are interested in me, he will say no." So Sunday I'm going to take you to church, and they will say some things. Then they will say people should come forward. Please, not the offering time before the offering then you go forward with them go just go and do anything that they are saying and when you go downstairs write your name and write your real phone number so they can add you to their church database then 21 days later your membership would have matured so that when I see Bishop, I'll say, Bishop, Bishop,
0: Bishop.
1: Bishop, Bishop, Bishop. And once I do that, I say, Bishop. He will know. So he will ask me a question. that Where is the Lord moving towards? Then I will say, you'll see that brother over there. And he will look from the corner of his eye, and when he spots you, immediately his mind will go onto the church database, and he will scan to. When he sees your name, born again, you say, "Ah, that's that's the one." Yeah, yeah, that's the one. And I will go and introduce you to him. And he will you. oh, my name is Mandla. So, yeah, nice to meet you. It's very good. And when he finishes, he will look into your eyes and he will say to you, Dash Dashvidan. And he has finished with you. Then we know that, yes, it is settled. So the guy who's coming to give his life to Christ, he has been prepared. It's a 21, it's a strategic plan, a 30-day plan. Now you are saying that it's because of the way you play the drums when you rode at the other side. God is working. you wrote, he He's up to something. He, he's working, but not through you, please. Not through you, my God. So this time, we don't want any, is this or this. No, 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 no. We are going out there ourselves to go and win the soul. So that we'll sit in the church and I'll say, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. During operation, labor to be blessed. I reach out to these guys and I want them. Today, they are in the church because of me. When you pray, you say, oh, God, you take pleasure in the prosperity of your servants. Then you ask God, is it not true? God said, uh-huh. Do you see this one, two, three is from my service? Can you see them? The God will say, mm-hmm. Prosper me now. <laughs> you said, No good thing will you withhold from them that walk uprightly. Is this thing a good thing? Yes. Am I walking uprightly by serving you? Yes. Then bring it now. Blessing now, quickly! You tell God, God, this is a speed. Is a determinant. Bring the blessing quickly. No, that's why the Bible says God is a just God. God is a legalistic God. Yeah, God did law of a contract. Legalistic. Bring it. You said this is it. You said this. This is it. Bring this. Case closed. I see somebody's prayer being answered quickly, 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 quickly. So we are going to serve God so that he prospers us. And the service we are going to do is so winning. Why so winning? Because so winning is for every Christian. It's for every, it's not for pastors. It's not for, that's why I said this service is for all church members. I'm surprised you never put it on, on the poster. It's for everybody. It's not for special, no, 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 no everybody everybody because so we so, uh, 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 that scripture we use a lot what is it called second corinthians 5 16 17 that scripture that said if a man is in christ if any man something 17 ne? It said therefore if any man be in christ said so once you are born again if any man be in christ he's a new creation how many of you this scripture applies to you all things have passed away. Behold, all things are become. How many of you, it applies to you? If it applies to you, give Jesus a wave. it applies to you, give, give Jesus a wave and keep your hand up. If it applies to you, keep your hand up, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, and all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself. Does the scripture still re- apply to you by Jesus Christ and has, done, and has given unto us who have our hands up the ministry of reconciliation? You can put your hand down now. If the first one applies to you, then this one also applies to you. He says that he has given to us. He has reconciled us. To reconcile means he has brought us back to God. He has converted us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of life. And then he has handed that job over to us to bring other people into the kingdom of life. Do you see pastors over there? If this is for pastors, then all things have become new. Doesn't apply to you. It's because we are not a soul winning church. That's why we, 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 we overlook these type of scriptures. Yeah, you are shocked. I'm also shocked. It applies to all of us, no people. Oh, everything. Look, there's a church called Winners Chapel. Winners Chapel, a very nice church. When you go there for the first time and you give your life to Christ, that day, they introduce you to four things. Number one, Introduce you to the Word of God. Read the Bible every day. You are born again only five minutes ago. You didn't get born again even in the first episode. Right now, as soon as they finish the prayer, they take you that they start to tell you. Number one, you have to read the Bible. Take the Word of God seriously. Number two, prayer. Number two, you have to pray every day. As you are now a Christian, you have to pray every day. Number three, Holy Ghost baptism and fellowship with the Holy Spirit to help you to be a Christian. Number four, soul winning. From today, you are a soul winner. Four things. The same day. I mean, first the first day that you gave your life to Christ. That's the first the fourth. They tell you before you four things. Read the Bible, pray. They pray for you for the Holy Spirit and engage the Holy Spirit in your everyday life, not just in prayer in your everyday life for become a soul winner. That's it. It's basic for Christians. So people who can't win souls or don't win souls. I don't know what we are. I don't know what we are. I don't even know whether we are Christians or we are we are something. Maybe we are backsliding Christians. Yes. Because their job of so winning is for every Christian. It's basic. For every single Christian how to know God for six months? No, the day, yes. As once all things, I go to the verse before, once all things have passed away, what? how long does it take for all things to pass away? How long does it take for this scripture to apply? The same day that you are praying the, the sinner's prayer, that's the day that these things pass away and everything. You become brand new as you are there. So if you have become brand new as you are there, why can't you be a soul winner? Then he says, after that, I've given you the ministry of reconciling. Your job is now to reconcile other people. Go to verse 19. To reconcile other people to me. The church is now quiet. To wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us. The same people that verse 17 applies to, the word of Reconciliation. It's not Jesus's duty to reconcile the world to Jesus once you have been reconciled to, 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 to God. It's our responsibility to carry on the reconciliation through Jesus Christ. Jesus has already given them what he should do so that the provision to be reconciled to God is there. Now, it's up to you and I to reconcile the world. Just as somebody reach out to us for us to be reconciled to God. For us to also do the same. This is the purpose that God has purpose in the whole earth. This is the purpose. This is it. Hmm. This is it. It's the primary responsibility for us as Christians. Yeah. Jesus gave us a command. I finish with this scripture. I have 15 minutes to wait go into the world. Matthew 28. This is what we call in the Bible, the great commission. The great commission. Now, there was no place in the Bible that the Bible calls it the great commission. They just realized that throughout the New Testament, everybody who wrote the New Testament found a way of including this great commission in their words one word or another they put it in that's why someone said ah this date must be so important matthew says it mark says it luke says it john says it everybody is saying it paul says it different letters they say it all over the place james comes to say it again hey If everybody is saying it, then it must be very important. Then they called it the great commission, which means the great instruction, the great commandments. Matthew 28. We are reading from verse 18. Jesus said, go ye, and he spake unto them, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Next verse. Go ye therefore. Go. Go. Go, 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 go! Ye therefore, in, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe whatsoever things have. So, Lo, I am with you always. Now, when you read this scripture, you see that this go ye therefore and teach all nations. That word teach there is from the word matateo, which means to make a disciple. That's why when sometimes we quote this scripture, we say, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. So say, hey, why, is, why are they saying make disciples? on the one teach? This is the meaning of the word that is there. The word teach, because they are, it's important to know what to because there's teach here then teaching. They, they don't mean the same thing. The next verse, 20, it says, teaching them to do. 20, teaching them. This teaching here, I think this is for Didasco or something. It means this is where we find church planting. Create them and teach them continuously over a long period of time. It's from the Greek word Didasco. That's why we, we say, it says, it says, teach them all the things that I've commanded you. Jesus taught them for three and a half years. You can't teach somebody just once what you have been taught in three and a half years. Uh-huh. So, this teaching is to so create them into a, a setup where you can teach them continuously. So, this is where church comes in. But the first teach is matateo, which means convert them, make them into disciples. Let them have it. Let them turn around. So, they were, they, they were followers of the devil. Let them start to follow Jesus. They were children of the kingdom of darkness. Let them come into the kingdom of light. This is where they salvation soul winning. Let them turn around. This is where he's from. This is the great instruction that we have been given as a church. Make disciples. A disciple is a follower. From every nation. That's a, one, 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 one misguided pastor said that God has not sent uh, anybody to the whole world. Who, who, who is this scripture from? Who is this scripture for? This scripture is in the Bible for all of us. But misguided, totally lost. Said God has not sent because the pastor has decided that this is the only place I want to be. Yeah, I so oh, God has... I mean, people can write this. Look, don't never be angry beyond where you should, you should be. A certain level of anger It's not even good for your heart. Yeah, it's not good for your heart and it's not good for your mind because you begin to even challenge what the Bible says. Yeah, because you say, oh, God has not sent us to... Every nation, because because you have heard that said 190 nations, we are trying to reach 190 nations. So you have to criticize that 190 nations. So you have to now say that God has not sent us to 190 nations. Yeah, that's why I said, don't worry. Look, when you are angry, go and sleep. I said, when you are angry, do what? No, let me tell you. I'm sure if I'm to ask you, have you ever seen me angry before? A lot of you will say no. It's more likely. When I'm preaching, I'm not angry. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just preaching.
2: I'm
1: just preaching. (laughs) If that is anger, then we are, everybody's always angry. No, 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 I'm preaching. This is the secret. When I'm angry with you, I don't say anything. I just leave. I just avoid you. I just continue my way. Reason is that when you are angry, do you see, you may even be right. Do you get it? But the anger has a way of overpowering your mind. Do do you get it? The anger has a way of overpowering your mind. So, you end up If you act without controlling the emotion, because you are not right emotionally, you are right due to logic or common sense or mentally. But once emotions come in, it can change your reaction. So you have to go and find a way of taking the the anger out of the issue. Then you cannot come and deal with the issue. So people can even bore me for, three months. I never, every day I say I'm fine. Hello, how are you? How are the children? How's the mother? Please, how are the children? a I have about ten questions. They are standard. Standard. I rehearse it all the time. How are you? How are the children? How's your grandmother? How's your auntie? Uh, what happened to your school? Uh, they are standard questions. If you are in school, isn't it a good question to ask you? How is work? They are standard questions. When the emotion is out, that's when I can say, you see you the other day. (laughs) Stand up, stand up so I can talk to you. When I'm talking to you, don't sit down, stand up. Do you remember the other day when this? Now, there's no emotion in it. So, I give you clear analysis of the case and what I think about it. Then we finish. God bless you, sit down. I can't be angry with you afterwards because I've already taken out there. Unless you give me a fresh reason from the discussion. So then I'll take that one also home to go and marinate it and take out the emotion and come with the, just the facts on the case and say, stand up, I want to talk to you again. Do you remember? Hey, stand up. Do you remember when I talked to you last two weeks, what I said? You, you told me. I mean, somebody was going to make a big mistake. He asked me, when I was trying to talk to him, he asked me over the phone, what should I do? Mm. Not that give me advice. His question is, you are saying that this thing I'm doing is a What should I do? So that day when he said to what should I, I say, Oh, Charlie, do what you are doing. It's powerful. You are blessed. So later I met him I said, You when I was trying to advise you, you asked me, What should you do? Why do you think you are in this mess? It's because of that question you asked me. Like, you asked, what, what, Do you understand what should I do? Not what should I do asking, should I go left or should I say, like, I mean, what do you want me to do? And so you asked me that question. I'm mean, your pastor. You asked me, No, a human being. Not a real human being, not a four-footed beast, a human being. Ask me, what should I do? Like, and so, so once he, the person said that, I said, oh, continue. Because if I go on, now I'm also going to become emotional. Maybe he didn't even plan to, to tell me that what should I do. But his emotions, his emotions had gotten the better of him. So, it's like, what should I do? So, I also decided, no, I won't come down to your level. I just said what? continue. So later, when everything comes, I said, do you remember that day? I'm still with you, (laughs) ne? Yeah. Do you remember that day? Yes. You told me that. What should I do? Do you remember? Yes, please. So that's why you are in this mess. Because it's like, why didn't you stop me from going? When I was trying to stop you, you told me that. What should I do? So do what you are doing. That's it. Anyway, so now I don't know why we are talking, but the the
2: the go to all nations.
1: <laughs> anger, anger, anger. So never do anything when you are angry. Try to take out the emotion. So okay, Bible even says, and it's not like it's my wisdom that I'm using. The Bible says, anger rests in the bosom of a fool. So when you see anger is sitting there, you have a high propensity for foolishness at that time. Like, just as you see a human being, then the next thing is a shadow. Anger. The shadow for anger is foolishness. So, once anger is there, foolishness is also there. So, you don't have to act when you are angry. Or you you destroy something you can't fix. You destroy something. So, now that you have said God has not sent us to all nations. Let's say your ministry works. Would you be able to send people out? Because you have challenged this 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 scripture already, will you be able to use it to talk to other people that go into the world and go here, go to Nigeria, go to Zimbabwe? Go will say, "Oh, don't you remember your podcast when you said God has not sent us anywhere? We are all going to be here. We are all here with you. Why should say Why should I live? Why should I leave, That's the question you ask. What should I do? Tell everybody what should I do." Yeah, we are going to sleep here. (laughs) This teaching is going to convert people, going to get people to be born again. And that's the commission that God is giving to us. And when we say serving God, this is what we mean. 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 To go out there. So as we are here praying, the two weeks that we'll be praying... Be teaching you Acts 6, 10, Acts six ten quickly as we close. I'll be teaching you how to win a soul, why you must win a soul, so that when we start the soul winning hey, and some of you, even whilst we are praying, should be warming up, win one soul here, yeah. win another soul here yeah. win, it's just a warm up, I'm getting ready I'm getting ready, I'm getting ready you see when they are coming to play football, sometimes they will do that, they'll warm up, they will go like that, ah. when we are going to play golf, we, 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 start to, we start by stretching because it's a big swing so you don't want to swing suddenly and you, by the time, one of your ribs has gone to join this other side <laughs> So you start slowly. So then your body, you stretch your muscles. Different exercises. Do you get it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Before you come and start it, if you just go there and say, look, I'm in a hurry. Let me say, okay, you can feel when you finish, you are stuck there.
2: <laughs>
1: Let's go. Ah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: because something is lucky.
2: <laughs>
1: Hallelujah. Acts 10, I close with this one. It says, and they were not able, this is when Stephen went out to preach. It says, and they were not able to resist. Two things they were not able to resist. Number one, the wisdom. And number two, the spirit. The wisdom and the spirit. Two important keys that we need for soul winning the wisdom of soul winning. And number two, the spirit. The wisdom and the spirit. The wisdom is how, how to. Some of us have not learned how to win souls. Even the uh, uh, apostle coming here to teach us to win souls, still you have not learned. But we have to learn it. How to win soul? How to win a soul? Apostle, how to win a soul in one minute? How to win a soul? How that's the wisdom. And as we are here for the two weeks, we are going to be learning about it. So that by the time we set off, oh, we are ready. Boy, we are ready. And then the spirit, which is the power of God. The power of God. The power. Sometimes you have the wisdom, but people don't mind you. because Even, even sometimes you are even afraid to approach it. You have all the words. so You have all the words, all the scriptures, all the revelations, everything. But the fear to just say, hello, my dear. Meanwhile, you, know, you can tap a girl and say, I looked through the book of numbers. I didn't find your number. Can I have yours? That's it. Hey, I scanned through the book of numbers. I did not see yours. Can I have your number, please? Hey! Come on now. God.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: but when it comes that go and tap that same girl and talk to the girl about Jesus. You are here, she's here, or she's you are just but you are afraid. <laughs> That's where you need the power of God the, of God, the spirit of God, the spirit of God, the spirit of God. Jesus said, and you will receive power. And you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. You shall become soul winners, Acts 1.8. You shall become soul winners, eyes on the ball, shot Acts eight witness. You can be my witnesses. Yeah, he says, but you will receive power. You will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come up. That's what we, that's what, that's the missing ingredient. After you have the wisdom, the missing ingredient is the power. So give confidence. Hello, can I speak to you? Oh, yes, I want to talk to you about Jesus. It's a confidence. It's, this is power of the Holy Ghost to be a witness. Acts 4.31, he says, And when they had prayed, the place that they were gathered began to shake. And they speak the word of God with boldness. That boldness comes. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they speak the word of God with boldness. With boldness. In these two weeks, God will fill us with his wisdom and his power to become witnesses for him. To, become, to live by, by, through serving God, to attract a blessing. Your life is just about to receive a massive boost and push forward. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We are going to become servants of God. Our target, I'll tell you later on. For number of souls in this in this season, I'll tell you later. But we are going to be aggressive. Amen. We are going to be rough. We are going to be progressive. Amen. We are going to be filled with power and wisdom to become dog-get soul winners in this season. So in these two weeks, we are here to pray. We are not praying for a shoe. We are not praying for a breakthrough. We are not. Pr- we have learned that there's something that when we do, you see, one of the, the mistakes of today's Christians says that Christians were doing things and the things brought blessings. Then when we saw the blessings, we stopped doing the things that were bringing the blessings and we started to pray for the blessings. We started to pray. Instead of praying for strength to continue doing what we were doing, that was bringing the breakthroughs. We stopped doing that and we started. We come to the, oh God, give me a breakthrough. Oh God, give me a child. Oh God, give me a husband. Oh God, give me this. Oh God, no. Get back to the things. Get back to the things. Get back to the things. So it's even better to pray about doing the things, the ability to do the things, the power to do the things, the opportunity to do the things so that the breakthroughs will come. If God says that if you look after widows, orphans, he will bless you, then what you need is the wisdom to find the widows and the orphans, the ability, which is whatever you use to look after them, and then the opportunity. Because when you do it, Not to come and pray. Oh God, give me this blessing. Oh God, give me this blessing. Oh God, give me this blessing. Oh no, 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 no. Get to the ground and start working. Somebody says, Sister Joy or I die. Sister Joy or I die. You will die. But if you do the things that lead to the blessing. Oh, you don't have to pray and say, Sister Joy, Sister Joy. Oh, God. Some guy is even coming around Sister Joy. He's trying to take Sister Joy from me. God will look down from heaven and say, oh, don't mind him. He's not a soul winner. He's not going to get this girl. Sister Joy, or I die. Eh? Hey. How many of us are going to serve God now. We are taking serving God seriously, seriously, Serious. Like I said, singing, dancing. Uh, whatever the things taking the pictures the camera the do the do the, 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 look those things are everyday life in it. don't you see that in the house there are so many things you do in the house it doesn't really it's there but look <laughs> it doesn't pay the bills but there are some activities that when they are done in the house it brings progress in the house Yeah, they're singing, dancing, jumping, rolling. They are all good, and don't stop. Don't go home and get a demon and let the demon tell you that. Do you see? They say I shouldn't sing in the church again. Every day they are attacking singers. It's a demon. It's a demonic spirit. No, we are not saying don't sing again in the church. We are not saying don't play drums. Or don't play keyboard. Or don't give the volume. Or don't do the video. Or don't do work. Or don't arrange the chairs. No, no, no. We are saying that it takes more than that to get a blessing. Like I explained to you in the beginning, it takes more than that. It takes more than that. It takes more than that. Because of course, when we have won the souls, somebody has to arrange the chairs. When the souls come, where would they? be? How would they be planted if the church is not organized? How would they be planted? So all those things are necessary, but. It cannot replace the main thing. It cannot replace the main thing. It cannot replace them. When we say serving God, we are talking about dogged soul winning and convert. That's the basic. Before we come to pastors, pa- and no, no, no. Everyday Christian, once you are born again, the ministry, why is it? Why, why, why is this? Oh, but when, when I get born again today, I don't know anything. What can I go? Who can I go and preach to? How many of you, that question goes through your mind? Yeah, it's a legitimate question. It's not a wrong question. But so winning is in two parts. One is using the scriptures to um, convert somebody. The other one is just using your life to convert the person. In your life, nobody knows your life more than you. Sure. you. You got born again today. But yesterday, you were smoking weed. You were smoking weed. And then you came to get born again today. You can share it with somebody. I've smoked weed for seven years. For the past seven years, if smoking weed was to give a degree, I have a PhD. But today, I met Jesus. Even I was high, he brought me low and he saved me. He brought me low and he saved me. Do you need scriptures for it? Do you know that, uh, look, Majority of the people we go witnessing to, they don't know this. If you tell them that John 3.16 says, and David killed Goliath, they'll say yes. <laughs> they don't even know that David killed Goliath. I said they don't even know that. They'll be wondering which David is that, David Mabuza or who. Which Goliath is that. <laughs> but even why did David kill Goliath? What has Goliath done against David? That David is a wicked guy. He's just killing Goliath. They don't understand all these things. But if you tell them that I was a sinner, and Jesus saved me. Jesus shed his blood to forgive my sins. I was full, my life was full of sins. But Christ died for me. And he saved me. I know you are also a sinner. He can save you. You are just like me. I know you we are friends from the hood. Jesus can save you also. That one, do you need seven years in the church to know that Jesus saved you? will become people like that. My God will attract the blessing of God that comes from serving him. Stand to your feet. Let's bring this discussion. I want you to lift up your hands wherever you are and just pray for yourself for a moment or two and pray that God give me the grace to be a servant to you, 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 my God. Ne matoba palo palota me kolaga i, ne palosi bayota besotaka, mimpula basimpula bwa, ramula tem pakando lianta Bramba la baba, Bramba la baba, Bramba la baba. My God, me mama, me mama, me mama, me Le babo ba bram. Mamba la baba, lambabo, 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 lambabo. My God, my God, my God, my God. Nemama, mama, nemama, nemama, ne Mala baba baba, mala baba baba, baba Brando baba nemola melo sima la baba, bamba la Bamba la baba, bamba la baba, bamba la baba, brando la ba, zimba lo rebe Lord, give us the grace. Every single one of us. Every single one of us. Nimpala baba, baba, brando lobo, zimba la baba, brando lobo, zim pa yatembalo ba, rebe brada baba Rimbalo baba, rimbalo baba, rimbalo baba, nembo lo bo, baba, limba baba, Oh Jesus, lepo la kal, lepo la bal, nembo ba, ramba le bo, limbo baba, lipa choba yeba, nembo lo bo, simbeleba, la pakayala, la pakayala, my God, nembo God, my God my God my God my God my God Yes Lord Rim baba Bro Rimpalobaba proste pelipa ya lipa ya lipa ya grace pray for grace grace means the help of God the help of God the help of God Ni mayakaba, pola mamba mamba rampa lababa, baba bon de ba cabela ni pa pola mambo payata ni milobo rama ya baba my god my god my god li pa baba rando lobo rando lobo Maya tabaya, Maya tabaya, Maya tabaya, Mam babababa, road baby, lepola, 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 lepola. My God, my God, my God, my God. Mam pa yaba, mam pa yaba, mam pa yaba, le
0: babababa, road
1: baby. Limoto yeba, zimbalo ba, zimbalo ba, Father, lift your hands. Let's pray. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted here. Holy Spirit, act on your word. Act on your word. Act your, on your word on, in every heart and every mind. Visit us. Bring the fire that the word needs in our hearts. In the name of Jesus, help us in
2: this season.
1: Help us to work our way into a blessing to work our way into a blessing in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. We exalt you. We glorify you. Lift your hands. Just thank God right now wherever you are. Just thank him right now. Thank him right now. Thank you Jesus. Thank him. Thank him that you are entering into a new phase, a new season of your walk with God, of your Christian life. Thank you Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Makabola te basaka milama 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 mambola ramblebo rati bayo tim bayoba. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Maloba baba, maloba baba, maloba baba. We bless you. We thank you, Father. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Your level is changing. Yeah. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of God.
0: Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been
1: blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information... Contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg or call 083-773-1605.
2: God richly bless you.